Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy. Uh, last week, if you're here, we talked about walking on water. We talked about walking by faith. And, uh, you know, different ones have come up to me and said that they were very blessed by it. Uh, they were saying that, man, Pastor, you know, we need, just like you said, we need faith more than we realize. And some of us, we need faith to keep going to work. Uh, because where we're working, even though God opened that door, it's difficult. It's frustrating. Um, and, and we need faith. Uh, we need the assurance of God. Uh, we need every step to be supernatural. And only God can make that happen. And so, in short, if you were not here last week, we basically talk about, you know, faith. And we talk about walking on water. Specifically, drawing examples from Peter's life on how he walked on water. Uh, because many times we say, when we think of Peter walking on water, we focus on the sinking, not on the walking, so we focus on the walking. And uh, we talk about how walking by faith and any step of faith. And when we say walking by faith, I don't literally mean uh, uh, the, the times when you can't swim and your boat is sinking and you need to literally walk on water. Uh, it means everything. It means, you know, because we need faith to step out to start a new initiative, like us starting a second service. Uh, we need faith to step out into a new job. We need faith to step into an interview. We need faith to step up to our bosses to ask for leave. Uh, we need faith uh, to, to, to tell our lecturers, you know, uh, different things. We need faith to even engage conversations with our friends about Christ. We need faith to pray. We need faith to give. Uh, we need faith to serve. We need faith. And so we said that, you know, faith, first of all, faith comes from hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so when it comes to faith, you know, we don't just ask God to just change the situation. Don't just ask God to just give you a random sign and wonder that can't be easily misinterpreted. Ask God for a command. Ask God for a word. Ask God, say, God, if you ask me to go, talk to my boss, I'll talk to my boss. And you hear the voice say, go, then just go. Even though his face is as black as the blackboard, go. You know, and, and, and if God asks you to give, and it feels like, God, what do you mean give? I, I don't have enough, you know. Don't say, God, you know, if you want me to give, then money will miraculously appear in my wallet, my bank account. No. If God says give, give by faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we say that as you uh, step out in obedience to God's command, that step is supernatural. That step unleashes the supernatural. And many times we, we hunger for the supernatural. Have you been there before? You go like, how come my friends have all the testimonies to spare and I've got none? Maybe you need to step out. Because when you step out, the supernatural happens. Of course, when you step out, just focus on the next step, the next step, the next step. And then you will see your testimonies grow. But today, I want to look on the other side. What happens when by you stepping out by faith, the situation gets worse. How many of you have been there before? Pastor, I've been praying. But as I pray, it gets worse. And so I want us to become balanced Christians. I want us to become mature Christians who know how to step up by faith, but at the same time, are also not afraid to fail. Because it is in the failing sometimes that we learn the most. So last week we talked about Peter walking on water, but the Peter that stood up in the book of Acts to preach and 3,000 got saved, the Peter that began to command the lame to stand up and walk, the Peter uh, that God used to expand the first church needed to go through not just the walking on water, but also the sinking. And so what we must understand is that, you know, just because God leads us to walk out by faith 
And just because that faith unleashes a supernatural doesn't mean that walking out by faith uh, will always result in something that appeals to us. Many times we, we measure God's goodness and the reality of God with our own comfort. So because God is good, you know, uh, uh, or, or for example, maybe because your boss has been good, so God is good. Uh, because you've got a promotion, so God is good. Because you walked out of the tube station and, and, and you found a 50-pound note on the floor, hallelujah, Jesus is alive. You know, and then when things don't go your way, you know, you start going like, oh, I'm not sure about God anymore. You know, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Because sometimes walking out by faith would have to bring us to the fire. How many know that Joseph, go back and read Genesis, Joseph was used by God powerfully, but the pit was part of the plan. Prison was part of the plan. Without the pit and the prison, there wouldn't be Joseph. But was he living by faith? Was he walking by faith? Was he walking in trust and purity of God all the way? Yes, he was. But even though he was walking by faith, it landed him in the pit. Even though he was walking by faith, it landed him in prison. Amen? And in a while, we're going to read some scripture. Daniel chapter 3, verse 17 to 18. Daniel 3, 17 to 18. In fact, if you have your Bibles, we'll flash up 17, 18. Uh, but this is just a bonus for people who have the Bibles. I might read on a little bit more. Uh, and you'll, you'll have a classic case of things not going well, even though we step up by faith. All right? But I want you to know that there are things to learn. And just because uh, stepping up by faith could possibly result in the fire, doesn't mean, therefore, we don't step up by faith. Amen? And so it says this, uh, if that is the case, background, King Nebuchadnezzar had made this crazy law that, hey, you know, every time music is played, you got to bow down and worship me because I am the God King Nebuchadnezzar. And on top of that, I built a golden statue of myself, so bow down and worship me. Um, you know, he's, he's a really secure king. Uh, and, uh, and so there was this command that goes out. But Daniel, we're, we're studying the life of Daniel, but Daniel wasn't alone. He had three friends. Uh, we studied their life and we're going to study their life today. Uh, but the three friends declared this. If that is the case, if the law is that every time music is played, we're going to bow down and worship you. If that is the case, uh, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace because the punishment is whoever who does not do and bow down and worship the king, they will have to be executed. They will have to be thrown into fire. And they said, if that is the case, so sassy, if that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fire furnace and He will deliver us from your hand, O King. But if not, everybody say, but if not. That's the topic for today. That's the title for today. But if not. We want to be Christians who know how to walk on water. But if not. God loves buts. But if not, but at your word, you know, in uh, Luke 5.5, 5, when Peter fishing the whole night, Jesus says, sit down and fish for a catch. And he says, oh, we'll be fishing the whole night. But at your word, we're going to do it. And in this situation, but if not, let it be known to you, O King, whoo, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image 
which you have set up. And verse 19 says that, And the king fell into deep despair and repentance, and uh, he d- immediately declared, So sassy is Sardrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, I humble myself seven times before you, and uh, I change my ways. No, no, it doesn't say that. You know, I don't think, if, you're, if, you, if you have a version of the Bible that says that, throw it out. Verse 19 says this, but Nebuchadnezzar was filled with wrath. Wow. Thank God that didn't happen earlier. Church, we're launching second service and the church was filled with wrath. I mean, sometimes you step out by faith. This is like, wow, faith. We will not compromise. You will not have our freedom. I mean, you will not have our worship. You shall not pass. And instead of, wow, you know, oceans parting, the king, God, angry. How many of you have been there before? When you step up by faith, it feels like when you didn't obey, things were better. And then the Holy Spirit, have you been nagged by the Holy Spirit before? You know, he's there going like, come on, obey. Come on, obey. Come on, step out. Come on, step out. And he'd be like, ah, step out. You know, and, and the worst thing is that he, he does it in such a loving voice. It's not like a step out or else. It's a, Step out. Because you know you can. You know I'm good for it. And you'd be like, Aah! and then you step out. And you say that I'm gonna, I'm okay, fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start tithing. And then I'm gonna start serving. I'm gonna start coming to church. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give up that thing that doesn't please you, God. And then instead of hallelujah. Oh, well done, my good and faithful servant. No. It's like, oh man, the, 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 whatever forces that work in your life is just messing you up and everything that can go wrong now wants to go wrong because you're obeying God. And sometimes that's why we're tempted to retreat because it's safer to be in Egypt. I mean, know that, 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 that that's what I'm telling you is this, that it's not just you, it, it's, it's, it's the nature of stepping up by faith. When the people stepped out of Egypt, Pharaoh was the enemy. And then they suddenly had chariots and horses running against them. And that's why they say, ah, let's go back to Egypt, let's go back to Egypt. Forgetting that Egypt is slavery. And so we got to learn to step out. But stepping out is not easy. Amen? And step out will result in enemies. Step out will result in Nebuchadnezzar filled with wrath. And his facial expression, my Bible says, his facial expression was altered. Wow, his face changed. That means, uh, I don't know how, his face changed. Can you imagine? That means he started scowling. You know, started becoming like a werewolf. What? You know, your sass ain't going to work on me. What? Sometimes we step out by faith and the faces that were previously smiling for us change. The people that were previously our friends change. But does it mean we retreat? No, we got to step out. Right? And then it goes on, right? He answered, giving orders, he commanded, and, and I'm going to you know, cut a long story short, basically, he commanded that the furnace be heated up seven times more. Friends, this is not a prophetic word, but it is truth. Sometimes when you step out by faith, it's going to become seven times harder for you. But this is why we need to become believers that says, but even if, but even if it becomes seven times harder, I will still step out. But even if second service means I don't have my nap anymore, I will step out. But even if, 
you know, it requires me serving more, I'm going to step up. But even if second service means that Pastor now wants to put me up to chair, even though I don't feel ready to chair, but even if I will chair. You know, another thing that I want to do this year is I really hope that this year uh, we can raise up preachers from our church. And I would love, my dream is I would love to see, you know, our, our podcast listing on, on Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, to, to not just always be like, you know, Davia, 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 but after all, I'll start seeing your names there. That's my personal dream, to see your names on my Spotify list. Woo! But how many know that it's going to take sometimes, seven times more hardship? But I pray that even if, even if, even if, nobody laughs at my joke, Pastor, I will still preach. Even if. Amen? And so long story short, even if, seven times, and they were thrown into the fire. But of course, we thank God that that's not how the story ends. But they still had to go through the fire. And God delivered them not away from the fire, not just, you know, you know, we like to think, God, if you're real, please, before the fire, before I reach the fire, the fire will be turned off. Then people will know that you are God. No, God says, go into the fire. And then people will know that I'm God. Huh? Go into the fire? Yeah. Face the seven times hotter furnace. Then people will know that I'm God. How many want God to do that? Become bankrupt, then people will know that I'm God. Oh, God. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. Pastor Dave, <laughs> whatever this voice is, you know, you know, quit your job, be jobless, then people will know that, you, that I am God. Huh? No, God, give me a job, then people will know. Give me a car, then people will know. Give me a boyfriend, then people will know. But that's, that's not how God works. So we got to be Christians that say, because sometimes stepping out means stepping into the fire. So we got to be, but even if Christians... So to be a, but even if Christian, you know, uh, it's really three things. We got to be people who will be humble enough to accept God's will and to honour Him even through the fire and people who will always trust in His nature. Humble enough to accept His will, honour Him through the fire and trust in His nature. Three H's for you there. Humble, Honour His nature. Wow. Humble yourself and honour His nature. This, this, come on, this is some good, like multi-layered preaching. No, okay, no, don't, don't, don't give me your PT claps. This is, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm self-motivated. I will say yes and amen to my own preaching. I will laugh at my own jokes. And this is what I want us to teach today. I want us to learn today. Amen. And so, uh, for that, let's turn to some scripture. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 has this famous line, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. In this, you can also see humble and honour His nature. You know, without faith, first of all, it's impossible to please God. And if you are to come before God, you must first believe that He is. That He is. He exists. That He is. That He is God. And that's where we need to remind ourselves again. At the end of the day, I'm only human. At the end of the day, I can hear from God wrong. At the end of the day, I'm a sinner who is not entitled to anything. At the end of the day, Jesus, you don't owe me anything. At the end of the day, you know, if one day I get to preach and I hope to, to preach this, God is brewing this message, I'll, I'll pr probably preach it in... Uh, uh, some, some, some week's time. Uh, but I want to teach us actually 
uh, what it means to be a dog. I know you might think that you've heard that message before. It's different. It's different. We're going to go into some, some, some Hebrew, some, 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 you know, what it means. Anyway, so, because the truth is, uh, I'm a dog. Uh, we are all dogs. Um, it, it, because that, that's, that's how the culture was. The uh, Hebrews were the chosen people of God, Gentiles, all people, non-Jew, were dogs. Uh, and, and Jesus used this. And that will mess you up, but that's another message for another day. And that's why I won't preach, maybe, you know, anyway. And I'm reminding myself that, you know, I, I'm a dog. I, I, it's only through Jesus that I'm able to be grafted into the, the lineage of Abraham. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not Abraham. I got no family connection to Abraham. There's some people today, living today, who can trace their ancestors to which tribe and all that and, they have a better claim. But I'm just a dog. I'm just a sinner. I'm just a nobody and yet God would use me. And so even if stepping out by faith means sinking, even if stepping out by faith means entering into fire, I will do it because I'm a nobody. And that's the, that's the attitude of faith, if I can put it that way. If walking by faith is the action of faith, then today I want to teach you the attitude of faith which is humility above all else. Before you pray, this will liberate your prayer life. When you pray, no, don't go like, God, you owe me this, that, 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 that. God, you owe me nothing. And everything from you is a blessing. And so God, you know, I, God, I will, I, I will do as you command. And, and if me failing can help another person to succeed, then by all means, God use me in that way. There we become Christians that will say that to God. Amen? God, if, if it takes me, you know, uh, uh, discovering the mistake, uh, you know, so be it. So that other people won't have to walk through this. This is why after a while, you know, no matter what kind of background we come from, you know, once you're liberated by God, Healing starts happening. Forgiveness starts happening. You know, one of the people that I know that comes from a, a very broken family is, is our senior pastor, Pastor Kenneth. But now that he's been saved by Christ, never once did I ever hear him say that, I hate my dad. Even though he would share that, yeah, my dad abused me. He was high on, on, on drugs and he would whip me when he was high. And, and my sister committed suicide because maybe of parental neglect. But, and I was close to my sister, but I, I never hear him go like, you know, oh, I hate my father because, you know, because of him that my sister is gone. No, he, now he uses all of it for the glory of God. And now he says that, wow, you know, yeah, I come from brokenness, but God, thank you for using my brokenness to minister to other broken people. And, and some of us, we come from broken, maybe, I don't know, you know, broken families. Don't despise that. God is in your picture to heal you. God is in your life to use you so that one day when you're healed up and patched up, you can use that brokenness. You can use that past. You can use that hurt. You can use that scar, you know, to point people to Christ. Amen? But we've got to be humble enough to be teachable. Humble enough to accept His will. And that was what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were declaring. They were not being sassy. They were saying that God, of course, is able to do it. And this is a nonsense order. And we will not bow down. But even if. But even if, 
even if we die, we will still not compromise. I think the world will benefit when more Christians say, you know what, I'm just going to give. Even, even if, even if, you know, at home last uh, uh, Wednesday, one, one, one sister shared that how uh, she has a friend that has a generosity to the next level. Uh, on top of tithing and giving to church, he would set aside, or he or she would set aside this amount uh, of cash and, and put it in an envelope and put it in her bag. And every month, she will pray, God, who can I bless this thing with? And, 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 and every month in that person's life, somebody gets a mysterious envelope with enough money to pay rent, with enough money to pay for medical bills, with enough money to, to, to solve a problem. But how many know that even if that is the case, you, you, you got to still give because you never really know what the person will use it for. You know, how many times have we walked the streets and when people ask for help and spare change, we just look the other way. But maybe if God touches you, we got to go even if. Even, you know, oh, don't give. You know, they're going to use it for drugs. Blah, blah, blah. But even if, I'm going to honor God because I'm giving unto God. I'm giving to be a blessing. I'm not giving to control or police your life. But even if, Amen? You know, and, and, and the thing, the same thing with church. Sometimes, you know, I don't know why, but it feels like we can't trust church leadership. I hope that's not the case. But maybe some of us, we come from churches that have gone through splits and different things and pastors that have abused your trust. I, I don't know your past. But I pray that you'll be humble enough to go like, God, you know, that, that doesn't apply. And you know what? Uh, that happened, fine. God, you will use it one day. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I won't trust my pastors again. It doesn't mean that I won't trust these new pastors because even if they betray my trust, I'm still going to open up because submitting and honouring is a God thing. Amen? So that's the attitude of faith. So let's move on. So humble enough to accept God's will. God, even if, I will still do it. Even if I fail, I'll still walk out. And that's why I told the team. Team, even if second service doesn't work out, at least we have something to laugh about and go like, oh, silly us but at least we walked out. Think about it, you know. I don't, I don't think when Peter was preaching yet, you know, and 3,000 people got saved, I don't think the other disciples were like, eh, but Peter, you sank. No, because even though he sank, he was the only one with a testimony who walked. Amen? Honor him through the fire. Joseph honored God through it all, in the pit, in the prison, in Potiphar's house in dealing with Potiphar's wife, honour through the fire. You know, we, and you see, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, honour God through the fire. Fire was made seven times hotter. They were thrown in the fire. They didn't curse God in the fire. They didn't go like, oh God, you know, you told me to be sassy now, you see? We are burning. No, but honouring God. And so much honour that God Himself appeared. Go back and read the scripture. The king started saying, like, wait, 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 I thought we threw three people in. Yeah, three people in. How come I see four? And the fourth one, His face is shining like the Son of Man. First appearance of Jesus. Well, not first appearance, but you know, one of the early, you know, sneak peeks of Jesus in the Old Testament. And so, we've got to honour God because it is in the honouring of God in the fire that God appears. It is the honouring of God in the pit that we are rescued. It is the honouring of God in the prison that we are promoted. 
is the honouring of God. Honour means to hold high above all else. Are you holding God high above all else? Let's go to some scripture. Is that okay? Uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 12, verse 2. Uh, Hebrews 12, verse 2. Uh, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross. Do you know that Christ honoured God on the cross? What was Christ doing on the cross? To save our souls, but to also to glorify God and to honour Him. On the cross, He was still reaching out to people. On the cross, He was saying to the thief, today you'll be with me in paradise. On the cross, He was still forgiving people. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. On the cross, God was still being honoured. On the cross, bleeding. On the cross, being crucified. On the cross, with His back whipped. On the cross, dying, He was still honouring. If we call ourselves Christians, we've got to follow after Jesus. Amen? So you're going to honour God through it all. Right? And then that's the God that we serve. That's Jesus. And of course, in the end, because of that honouring, He now set, sits at the right hand of the throne of God. When you honour God in the fire, God will deliver you and place you and seat you in His righteousness. Amen? And last but not least is this. Trust in His nature. Let's look back at Hebrews 12, 2 again. What is God's nature? He is the author and finisher of our faith. Some translations say He is the originator of our faith and He is the perfecter of our faith. God is in the business of perfecting us. A few weeks ago, someone asked me this question. It's a good question. He said, you know, uh, you know, if God is good, how come He allowed you know, Satan to roam around and uh, you know, to, to tempt even Adam and Eve? And I replied, I said that because our idea of goodness and blessing is that no bad thing should ever happen. But God's idea of goodness and blessing is that we are tested and we pass. We are tested. How many know that if you want to know that you have something good, you test it? Right? You don't just take, oh, this phone, this is the best new phone from Samsung. Have you, have you, have you tested? No. But I trust that it's good. Have you opened the box? No. It's mint, therefore it's good. Yeah, but may maybe the battery's not working. How do you know it's good? It's good. And that's our definition. We want the good life to be a mint life. In the box of comfort. God wants the good life to be tested. No, let me ask you this. Do you want to fly with an airline that has been tested or an airline that's not tested? Right? And go like, oh man, I want to fly with a pilot that has gone through storms and still can navigate through the storms. Or you want to go with the most good-looking, suave, Instagram most follower, pilot, you know. Every day, he just poses pictures on the cockpit. That's all he does. Mouse flown, zero. Instagram followers, 50,000. One is like, you know, mouse flown, 50 million. Instagram followers, 50. Which one do you follow? The one that has been saved me now, tested. So in short, perfecter, perfecter, perfecter. Stepping up by faith is not just so that we can just have you know, mountains move. We've got to say, God, I believe with faith as small as a mustard seed, I can move mountains. But even if the mountain is not moved, I will still worship you. Even if I'm not married, I will worship you. I know Valentine's Day is coming up. Let me give you this very powerful scripture. Is that okay? That's how you are scared. 
John 9.3. John 9.3. And you might think that this is, what has this got to do with Valentine's Day? John 9.3. Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Go back and read John chapter 9. There was a blind man. And they were saying that, hey, this blind man, he's been, he's been blind since birth, Jesus. So, so whose fault is it? You know, he sinned and God punished him. Or his parents sinned and he's punished for it. And, and sometimes we, we go into punishment mode. I step up by faith. Bah, I sink. Is it my sin? Or is it my pastor's sin? Ah, so many times, right? Oh, my pastor, my pastor's teaching, not good enough. I'll go to someplace more anointed. I'll go to where the anointing is at. Go, go. 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 Because it's not. Jesus says it's not. It's so that God can be glorified. I'm still single. Is it because I'm ugly? Is it because I'm sin? Or because my parents have sinned? <laughs> we gave birth to such an ugly child. No, just joking. Just joking. <laughs> You're all beautiful. You're all beautiful. But no, it's not. In other words, what Jesus is indirectly saying is this. In life, it's about glorifying God, right? It's so that the works of God, that's what glorifying God means, the works of God, not the works of man, not the works of the devil, the works of God can be revealed in your life and through your life. Woo, wow. Miracles through your life, healing through your life, success through your life, breakthrough through your life, forgiveness through your life, through your life, the works of God on earth as it, is, is, as it is in heaven through our lives. In other words, what Jesus is saying that in life it's not about being poor or rich. In life it's not about single or married. Doesn't mean married is better. In life it's not about never going through the tough times. You, you, you can come out from a broken relationship and God can use you. You can have a past and God can use you. Don't forget that part of Jesus' lineage is Rahab, the prostitute, because it's about God. Rahab was a prostitute. Go back, read Hebrews chapter 11. The hall of faith, Rahab is there. She had a past, but it's not about her past. What was it that made her there? Was it the times of Jericho? Was it the social economic situation? You know, was it because of abusive parents? Why did she end up that way? None of that matters. As long as the works of God could be manifested through her life. I'm single, how long? Doesn't matter. You can be better single and have the works of God be displayed through your life than to be married and have no testimony. Oh, now I'm preaching. Married couples, I love you. You all got testimonies. Praise God. But that's why you need to keep growing. Amen? So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta learn to Understand His nature. When God causes us to go through tough times, it is not a punishment for our sin. It is not a repercussion of whatever thing in the past. It's so that if we would trust in His nature, He is the perfecter of the faith. He tests and He perfects it, perfects it, perfects it, makes it better, takes away this, makes it better. And, take, and when God takes stuff away from us, it hurts. But it's part of the perfecting process. If you want the, you know, gold is the most valued uh, mineral substance, you no know, whatever you call it, thingy, uh, on earth. 
But even gold, you know, you can't just dig up a nugget of gold and go like, hey, no, nugget of gold has no value. It needs to be purified. It needs to be refined, a.k.a. it needs to go through the fire and have the impurities burn out. So the next time you're going through a tough time, just tell yourself this, God's just burning out the impurities. God's just burning out the impurities of my attitude. God's just burning out the impurities. I want to be a, but even if Christian. Oh, I'm in the fire, but even if I'm in the fire, I will praise you. Because I trust in His nature. He's the originator, not the sabotager of our faith, the originator. And He is the author and the finisher, the originator and the perfecter, the finisher. It is not finished until Jesus says it's finished. Amen? Praise God. And that's why I want us to walk away today. Amen? But even if, I'm going to walk out by faith. God say the word, and I'll step out. And I believe that step out is going to be supernatural. And I'm going to focus on the next step, the next step, the next step. But even if eventually the next step leads to some uncomfortable places, leads to some fire, leads to some pain, leads to some separation, God, I'm going to honour you in the fire and I'm going to trust in your nature and I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep asking for a command. When we become a, but even if Christian, you begin to become a Christian that also walks by faith. Amen? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the word today. We ask that, uh, Lord, you seal this in our hearts no matter what we're going through. Right now, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are going through fire right now. I pray that you will make us... I, first of all, we declare your breakthrough. We declare your salvation in that situation, in that pain, in that fire, we declare it. But even if, we will still worship. But even if, it takes... The, the, the salvation is delayed. But even if, my prayers are not answered. But even if God's answer to my prayer is not the one that I want to hear, even if I will still honour, I will still trust in His nature because He is God. I am not. He is God. I am not. He is God. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.